Sit side D. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Relax your shoulders, soften your face. And yes, <laughs> all people who heard that story about the scorpion and I used the word bite again and again, thank you for correcting me that it was sting and not the bite. And I apologize if it was bothering you that much. <laughs> But hey, as I've explained or disclosed before, right, that I do struggle with English sometimes, especially with all these stories, because I have heard these stories since my childhood in my very own native language. So I'm trying to translate and trying to keep them as close to how I have heard as possible. Again, my take on the stories, right? That's what I'm sharing. So you have your own take on the stories. So bite versus sting. <laughs> Maybe I made up a scorpion that can bite. <laughs> okay, coming back to our current story. So this story is about the vacation. A person who used to take vacation and was friends with monk and used to come to this temple or monastery very often. And there was one rule in place. All the caretakers or the caregivers knew whenever this man or the friend of the monk come back from vacation seven days, he was not allowed in the meditation room. For some reason, every single time this man took vacation and then visited this monastery or this temple, he always never came at the meditation practice time. He either came early in the morning or late in the evening. So he, that just never happened for some reason. One of these years or these days, this man came from, back from vacation and he happened to visit the monastery at the time when everybody was engaged in the meditation practice. So this man arrives and he asked the care person, Like, where is the monk? I just came to say hello. So this person said, well, you have to wait outside because they are in their meditation right now, but they'll be done very soon, you know, in five, 10 minutes. So you just wait here. So this man said, that's kind of weird. You know me from all these years. You know I'm friends with monk and he is okay with me attending the meditation practice. So why are you stopping me? I can just go and finish, you know, maybe sit there for five, 10 minutes, finish the meditation and it's okay. So this caregiver person or the doorkeeper person said, no, uh, you, we have this instruction for years that you are not allowed in the meditation section or the area for seven days whenever you come back from your vacation. This man looked at him very puzzled. He said, that is not true. He said, that is true. And that is the rule for all these years. While you're waiting, why don't you just try to recall when was the time, last time you went, came back from vacation and then you went to this meditation room before your seven-day period was over. This man, friend, sat down and thinking, he's like, that is kind of true. I never thought about it. But I have not visited meditation room for seven to 10 days after any time I came back from vacation. Why so? And he's thinking and thinking. Finally, the monk, you know, the meditation practice finished. 
one coming out and he greeted his friend and he's like, oh, how are you doing? So how was your vacation? This and that. And this man is no longer <laughs> thinking about vacation, but he's so caught up in the seven day rule. He's like, I don't understand. Why this rule? And why nobody ever told me? <laughs> so the monk smiled and said, this is exactly why. Because you never even noticed it till today. And for how many years? For, you know, 20 plus years you're coming here. But you never notice it. Anytime you come back from vacation, you bring back those lot of frequency, energies, high energies, those memories, experiences. And on top of everything, kind of like the... You want to share those with everybody. So that desire to share it with everyone. And that is exactly you're not allowed in the meditation practice area because all those energies, those frequencies, those experiences, those desires will create the impact, the ripple impact. All these disciples, including me, we are going through calming or practicing the calming of mind but your energies will disturb the whole thing so we give you seven days to calm down and once all the emotions are taken out of your experiences that you want to share with other people then you are more than welcome in the meditation room because it's the emotions that makes the things unstable. And then you have to bring it back, calming down the emotions. This is so true, actually, right? Anytime we are going through some phase that is, or where we are experiencing the rush, the emotional rush, the adrenaline rush, right? That, that blood, pumping blood feelings, it's hard to focus on the breath. <laughs> That's the very first thing. Kind of like becoming the breathless and uh, very superficial breathing, right? So breath is a tool. Meditation is a technique. We have to combine these two things to be able to practice that neutrality, that help us see through the things. If these two things are not combined, the mind and breath, if you don't do the meditation and breath, everything, every single thing around us look like a good or bad thing. Yes, they are good or bad things, but if you're trying to live our life, if you're trying to float through these things, we have to find that boat of neutrality. And that boat of neutrality comes to us only with calm mind, deep breaths. The more we meditate, the more we sit with ourselves, and more we learn to let the emotions pass underneath, the more we are floating above the emotions the more neutral we become. And that is part of self-realization. 
understanding what currents of emotions disturb us more than the others. With that thought, I to go. Thank you.